0: to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry.
1: Hey, this is Pam Perry. Well, thank you for joining us. This is podcast number 10, the big 10, right? And so I'm excited because I wanna talk about your personal PR plan. Everybody should have their own PR plan, whether you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're an entrepreneur, or you're also in corporate, but a personal PR plan in terms of how you're actually positioned in the market. We're going to talk about media, obviously, but one of the first things that for any type of PR plan is knowing your mission, knowing your why, and we talked about that in the Ready, Set, Go, Speak system. And we talked about the Ready system, go back and listen to that podcast. We talked about the set, We talked about the go and the speak phase. And all of those are really, really important to put together this whole how to work the plan. So you need an overall vision or a a why, a brand, defining and designing and deciding on your brand. Those are, say that fast three times, (laughs) Say say that fast three times deciding, designing, and defining, right? Three times of how your brand will look and show up in the world. And so I'm just gonna go over like really three, maybe four points of how to t- design your personal PR plan. And I'm gonna give, give you myself as an example of someone who basically a publicist, someone is behind the scenes, right? But I know throughout my career, a lot of things have hap- happened to propel me for people to see me where I wasn't looking for any type of platform, but it just happened. And I'll give you the first example. This happened years ago when I was a director of uh, public relations at the Salvation Army. And one of the first things I just really remember getting uh, a call from USA Today, and they called the PR department and they wanted to know just generally, what kind of uh, viewpoint I had on, I can't remember at the time, but it was like, what what did I think? And it was a little section at the bottom of USA Today, and it had like just different people that were answering questions across the country. So one of the things they asked for was a professional headshot, and that ran in USA Today. Now, what if I would have had some janky headshot, right, in, in USA Today? So I answered the question, thoughtfully gave them the, the 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 answer that I forgot what it was now. um It was, uh I think it has something to do like, how do you feel about, it was like a man on the street type of interview, but it actually was on USA Today. Then another time I remember um, getting, and a lot of people saw that and they were like, oh my goodness, you're in USA Today. And it was a, probably about this big, right? My picture was this big and then it had my words. Then the other time was really in an award where someone nominated me for the one to watch award. I was in my Early, early thirties, maybe late twenties, but the one to watch award for American uh, women radio and television, and they saw the work that I was doing with the organization called Blacks in Advertising Radio and Television, and they nominated me for award, and I won. That set me up in front of a lot of people that were like, "Oh, okay, what do you do? What 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 is your what is your moniker? What 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 is it? What's your stick?" At that point, it was like, "I don't have a stick. I'm just doing my job." So. Working a personal PR plan can be intentional. Those are some of the things that I said that were unintentional, but if you're intentional about them, they will grow. And so, one of the first things that I would say is really networking. So, networking has a lot to do with getting good PR. PR stands for public relations, it could be media relations, but the key word is relation and relationships. So, during the period of time where we are right now, a lot of people aren't really going out face to face, but they can really email, and then offer someone a personal virtual coffee, getting to know them, talking to them on the old-fashioned phone or Zoom. And that's one of the great ways of really starting, but you have to know who it is that you're really trying to connect with and why, and being authentic as possible. Not reaching out to influencers just because they have a big, big brand, but really talking to people one-on-one because you see something that you have in common. And so I want to go to LinkedIn because that's one of my favorite places that I love really networking. So if you want to really catch me and authentically find me in terms of where I am hanging out, I'm on LinkedIn. So Alex Kimbrough is one of my friends. I see him on on LinkedIn and and Alex, you are going to get well soon, sir. I've seen you on Facebook and uh, it occurs when I right in your chat line. Yeah. Anyone else experiencing this? So Alex, is is there echoing my delay in your audio? Mm, No, this should be pretty good. I'm on StreamYard. Okay. Yeah. I love you. And Alex is a director, Emmy Award winning news director at uh, Fox 2, friend of mine. We've known each other for over 30 years. We won't say because we're roughly about 30, right? Uh, But Alex is uh, one of the people that was the uh, media guests in my Branding accelerator program so I really appreciate the advice and the the thoughtfulness that you gave to your answers and that sort of thing but setting up your personal PR campaign and you would I don't care if you're working for a company or if you're working for a uh, for yourself or you're working in a if you're working for a startup you de- do need your own personal PR plan and so as you meet people, on LinkedIn. I see Brian Banks. Hey, how you doing? I see Cynthia there. I'm on the phone, but I'm good. Those are people that I see Cynthia is a third connection. So she works for a TV station. So she may be a president executive at a TFN TV. So I see her there, Dr. Cynthia Ashley. As a, We're not connected yet on LinkedIn, but I see her on my LinkedIn live. So one of the things I'm going to do when I'm off of here is make sure that I connect with her because she's in TV. I'm in PR. There could be some collaborations. There could be some things where she can help me and I can help her. You always try to find a common ground of a win-win. I see that uh, Brian is there. He is a certified trainer and speaker. He's a coach of at my John Maxwell team. I have a lot of authors and speakers that I work with that are part of the John Maxwell brand of team. So each person even though i may have thousands each person is a connection i always say you're one connection away until your breakthrough so never treat anyone like oh well they're just one of my followers they're one of my friends they're one of my 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 fans okay people aren't fans people are people <laughs> who have real lives that you can make a connection with and and as a publicist we have to know so many different types of personalities So one of the things I will say about developing your personal PR plan, you got to be likable. And you know how a person is likable by really listening to other people, paying attention to other people, and taking the focus off of you and putting it on them. That's kind of like one of the old Dale Carnegie kind of trainings from years ago. It's probably people who are millennials don't know who is Dale Carnegie, but that's really true. So when people who are PR people, not only do they know have a nose for news, because they're really like I call publicists are like inverted journalists, right? They work for the they don't work for the news organization, they work for the client. But you also have to have a way where you like people, right? And you're interested in other people. And so when you when you have that real connection, that what I call a genuine connection with someone, making sure you keep in touch with them, if there's a way. And I've learned this from uh, my mentor, Dr. George Frazier. Dr. George Frazier said that every day he does a outreach to different people in his network. He says usually about five. He'll pick up the phone and he'll just say, hey, how's it going? What's going on? Now, it does sound like that takes a lot of time, but he said it really doesn't. It's just intentional. Now, there are always five people that we probably talk to on a regular basis, but he goes outside of the network. And if he can't be helpful to them directly, he then connects them to someone else in his network and that's what true networking is because we are a woven web together it's stronger when we weave the web together so doing that especially if you're african-american is a way for us to be stronger because we don't have the crab in the barrel mentality we try to lift each other up we don't pull each other down that's more like, like the mindset Uh, The Ready, Set, Go, Speak system, I really go through that. That helps with the imposter syndrome because you know people personally. You're not just like flossing. You are really making a real connection with people and having an understanding of who they are, how you can help them. And in turn, they will figure out how they can help you if you're on brand and you know your message. You define, decide, and really hone your message. So the next thing after that is become a news junkie. So Alex would like this. Being a news junkie from the standpoint of knowing what's going on around you, there's nothing worse than trying to develop a PR plan, pitching the media, and you don't know what's going on in the media, in the news. Now, I'm not saying you have to watch 24 hours a day, nothing but news, because it can be very negative, but you do need to know and be aware of it. All right. You have to know if Black Lives Matter, if there's another protest going on, you have to know who was elected maybe just recently to Supreme Court. I mean, just current events, current events help if you want to talk intelligently to the news because they want to know how knowledgeable you are about world events, local events, current events. Okay, that's so important for your PR campaign. So I'll give you another example of. it, and also too, I, I talk a lot about awards and that sort of thing in contests, because once a contest is over with, um, they can't take any more applications. So there were uh, a couple of things that I remember, and this was a while ago, so I'm going back into some stories. Uh, my husband, uh, actually before he was my husband, he actually had his own company, uh, Perry Marketing Group. And he was, you know, we were, before we were married, he was like late thirties, I guess it would say. And there was a contest called Smirnoff Style, <laughs> and it was an urban, like male beauty contest, I guess you would say. And he didn't want to enter it at all. He was like, "I am not doing it." So I actually had someone that that um, I, I did his application submitted his picture because he did have some headshots and he was actually, <laughs> he guess he got into the contest. So we had to do three rounds. I think one round, basically all he had to do was like say his voice and, 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 you know, in model and strut or something. It was like casual dress or whatever. Anyway, long story short, he's in a marketing company. It's like, why do I need to do this? So eventually it became a big deal. The more he got involved in, it, it was like, wow, this is kind of cool. You know, cause everybody really wants it. Some people were actors. Some people were. But he was a voiceover talent, too, so he really did have some some things in the quote-unquote in the media. But finally, at the end, it was at Cobo Hall, which was a big thing, and hundreds of people were there, and he was feeling like, oh, my God, this is a big deal. Pam got me into something like, I don't know. But when he heard what the grand prize was, and if anybody's from Detroit, if they know this, he won like $10,000 worth of clothes from Van Dyke's. And he was like, oh, this is this is that bad. So anyway, long story short, he won the contest. He was in front of the newspaper and all this kind of stuff and Smirnoff style. He didn't win Smirnoff, okay? He didn't, he didn't win Smirnoff. But he did win the contest and won all these clothes. And he could pick whatever he wanted out of the store. He had like clothes forever. That brought his image up in terms of how people perceived him. His personal PR plan worked because he was always sharp. People remember him from that contest, and and he flexed some muscles or whatever. I forgot what he did, but it was just like a silly thing. But in terms of making him stand out from the noise, it was something that he did. And the same thing with other. Just recently, I had a client that was forty under forty with cranes. I had another client that was seventy over seventy. Uh, Dr. Geneva Williams had talked about that. She was in the seventy under seventy, and she won that, and she also won Miss Black Fit and Fine. But for those of you in Detroit, she also won this. Uh, she also was in a commercial. She was in a commercial for Health Alliance Plan. And this went out to like thousands and thousands of people across the nation, this this particular ad of uh, Dr. Geneva. So I'm just saying that in terms of a personal PR plan, you got to work it. You have to be intentional about it. So having a nose for news is very important. Knowing who covers what is very important. And Knowing their cycle of news, the things that they cover, like obviously we're going into like the fourth quarter. So what's going on in fourth quarter? What type of stories are they looking for in fourth quarter? Usually they're Mormon and fuzzy stories, Christmas stories. Salvation Army, when I was director of the Salvation Army, we always had a lot of stories that would go out. Obviously, one, we were doing our fundraising during that time, but we also have Mormon and fuzzy stories during that time on the Salvation Army. So the next thing is the pitch. So you you really, at this point, you're networking, you're talking to the media, you're following the media. You now have a sense of who you are and what they're looking for. Now you can pitch and, and it doesn't have to be like, oh, I got to send a press release, wait on that, but pitch a story idea, pitch something that you know they might be interested in, something that might help their viewers or help their listeners or help their readers, that's key. Help their viewers, help their listeners, help their readers. Not what it is that you want to sell, because if you're doing that, you are taking out an ad. But because you have talked to people, you've made those connections, you're now at this point, know a little bit about the news, what they're looking for. Now you can make the pitch intelligently and you're feeling a little bit more confident because you know them now and you're you're developing a relationship you can really articulate who you are what you're about what you can bring because it's always what value you can bring right so you always want to know what value you can bring and just had a client the other day she was on a show the black news network and during the pandemic people are really feeling a lot of high anxiety uh maybe with election a lot of fear so she talked about healing she talked about mental health which is a very important topic right now for people to really know that how to ease their anxiety how to ease their stress how to be more calm and she talked about it from her personal experience of growing up traumatic childhood that she had how she got over it and how she's helping others now obviously she has a book but she wasn't like selling her book she was actually giving value on the show so her segment was about 10 minutes but she offered a lot of value and actually the the thing you know when you're doing a good interview when the host asks you I've got to have you back that's always good I've got to have you back so the next thing is you have these pitches you tell the story you tell them about yourself and you pitch it what's the most important thing after you pitch something the follow-through this is when we have too many moving parts and tell, I always tell people to make sure that you have no more than 10 media outlets that you have active at a time because follow-through is something that is the most important part that you're you're not. Um, yeah, that's right. Hi, Marcia. Thank you, Marcia. Marcia and I went to Wayne State together. Yes, majored in, uh, in a communications department. Hey, Marcia. So you always want to make sure that no matter what you, wh- whatever you're pitching, that you follow through because they're not going to always remember. And so follow through. You always say there's a fortune in the follow, follow through. you know that in sales, but also in PR because you've got to make sure that you're following up organize yourself so that you have a sheet or a journal where this is this journalist is covering this and I sent this pitch on this day so this day I should probably call maybe the another day I should send another email maybe I'll send them a LinkedIn message but whatever it is you want to make sure that you are following up how many times should you follow up people always ask me how many times should I follow up we don't want to be a nuisance but I would say at the average maybe five times you know just from the standpoint that people are busy and it's not that they are saying no they're just saying not now because it could be looking at the news cycle or what they're covering because you know them you will know that oh you know what I haven't seen them on Twitter they may be on vacation or I haven't seen them active on such and such oh well I see that they had a death in their family they're gone I mean so life happens to people by you knowing the connection you'll know what's really happening so your pitch may not be a no but not now so by following up though and being intentional and really making sure that this story is good because you've had a conversation with them you can get this happen because they're gonna have to go into their editorial meetings and they're gonna have to uh, figure out what's a good story and they can pull your story out and say you know what you said no to these five stories how about this one and then that's the day where you get the call please When I say follow up, also, too, when they reach back out to you, they're on deadline. Please, please make sure that you call them right back right away. They're on deadline. It's their job. For you, as a pitch, it was like, oh, okay, this is just a marketing way for me. No, you should make sure that you're following up right away. Follow up right away. There's nothing that works. Please um, be sure to inbox. I will. I will, Cynthia. Thank you. Thank you. I will do that the other the, the bonus tip on this is making sure that social media so I'm not here to bash social media I love social media I have obviously LinkedIn is a social media right YouTube is social media. all these things but I will say put your focus on quote-unquote traditional media I won't say real media cuz that's all media put it on traditional media and social media is your social proof it's showing that you are active it's showing that you're relevant you want to make sure that everything is branded across Everything. If your LinkedIn looks the same as your website, that your website looks the same as your YouTube channel, that your YouTube channel looks like your Twitter, that your Facebook cover matches, everything matches, and you look professional. That's so important to make sure that you look professional. So you want to make sure you do that. Then the last thing on your personal PR campaign, I would say, is making sure that you watch journalists and not just watch them, but watch them and reach out again and tell them that they did a good story tell them that they, they did a great job. You know why? Because it shows that you care. And we go back to that first step about your personal PR campaign. Your personal PR campaign is about public relations and your relationships. I know this sounds basic, but we're in such like a a whole Gastric of of everything just moving it nanoseconds and that people are looking at their connections It's like, oh, these are how many people have on Twitter, whatever, but each person is an individual Personality brand someone that you really can make a connection with like I said, there's there's always one person That is one person away from your your breakthrough So you want to make sure that you're doing that? So you watch the journalists you clap you give them feedback you like their posts you retweet them if you know uh, a friend of yours that's in the media, like Alex, that he's not been well, send him prayers, send him love, send him good vibes. That helps, right? That helps him. Now, will it help you eventually? I don't know, but but it's a good thing to do, right? It's a good thing to do. So when I'm pitching stories and things like that, there's journalists that I can pitch to that are my go-to journalists because we have a good relationship I can run something past them and I get my clients on and then I can also just say is this a good story do you know someone else you can refer to and they will why because we have a mutual relationship and so more than anything I mean you can go somewhere and buy an email list and probably select all and say, "I'm sending to all the business reporters okay good luck with that but I bet you if, if you had a relationship with five business reporters and you really knew who they were and what they covered You can send to those five and those five will cover your story Versus in buying, you know some media list for hundreds of dollars and they're cold. It's like sales It's like you're buying cold leads. Who wants who want who responds to cold leads? PR is just like sales. It's the more you develop the relationship the better your your story would would either, they'll help you shape the story so that it could be on the air or, you know, written up in their publication and magazine or newspaper. And so the last thing I just want to say, the image is everything. Again, in social media, if you're doing anything online, please make sure, I know we're in a very political season, but be careful about uh, your views, your political views. Uh, Again, you can keep it to yourself, to your fave five, whatever, But make sure that you're not, unless you're a political commentary, please keep some things very uh, kosher. You know, you want to make sure that you're not offending anyone and that you're not coming off too vocal. I'm not saying don't be authentic, always be authentic. But what I'm saying is making sure that you're not offending anyone. No one, we're not spewing hate or any of that kind of thing in in language. So you want to make sure that you're doing that. So again, the Ready, Set, Go, Speak system, we just opened up today our program. I'm so excited about it. It's a membership community that I think is one of the best programs that is out there, that in terms of it says everything that it needs to say in terms of how to get PR. And also I answer your questions one-on-one every other week, you know, bi-weekly. So I, I help people really position themselves and tweak things and hone things. It's like, hmm, you need a connection. Here's a person that you need to call, follow up with. And that's that's one of the main things that that's always been me. Anyone who's known me over the decades, I've worked with some stellar brands and I've worked with startup brands. It doesn't matter because I treat everybody the same, which is I admonish you to do as well because that's what PR is, public relations. You're relating to the public. So with that, I'm just going to say, go to Ready, Set, Go Speak if you want to be part of the program. It's a membership community that is from one of the best things that's really um, that I've ever put together. I think that um, you'll find, if you you can see the webinar, this on the page, Ready, Set, Go Speak. I take it behind the curtain so you can actually see what it's all about. But I'm telling you, it's if you Ready, Set, It's time to go. It's go time. All righty. So I'm Pam Perry. Thanks for tuning in. This is podcast number 10. Go back and listen to the Ready, Set, Go, Speak system. I go over that in detail, but thank you so much for joining. And I will talk with you all later.
0: You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to pamperypr.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, pamperypr.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.